The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarian, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. I don't know what just happened. <clears throat> Something right in my throat rises up. <laughs> as I was getting ready to speak. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty. You have with you your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. I get thrown off, so I forget what I'm doing there. Uh, and uh, we want to welcome you here. If you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Sorry about that. I completely botched the intro. My fault on that. Uh, and if you want to watch the video portion of the of the radio show, sonsoflibertymedia.com. There you'll see two videos. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you'd like to see it, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern, at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. And he'll be on for two hours today since it's Saturday. So if you want Bradley Dean for two hours, you got him today for that. And then also beforeitsnews.com is where we uh, broadcast as well, top of the page, both in the morning and the afternoon, if you want to check that out. But sonsoflibertymedia.com, right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and then look for the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner, and click on that, 
it'll take you over into the Rumble chat. And uh, you can watch the video there as well. A lot of friends there this morning. Good to see you guys. So uh, be sure to check that out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right up under where we are streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, again, those go out once a day between 7 and 8 p.m., usually Eastern. Uh, yesterday, I think it went out a little early. I, I got finished up a little bit early. Um, and so be sure to sign up for that. If you want our ministry email, that goes out on Saturdays. Um, it's only once a week. And it tells you what we're doing in the ministry of the Sons of Liberty. And uh, so, yeah, if you would like to help support us and keep us out there, there's a donate button at the top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, I seem to be having some problems here on the computer, too. So I'm back and forth, and I, I do apologize for that this morning. <clears throat> um, this is Saturday. And it's a health and wellness show. And as always, we have with us uh, our nurse and nutritionist all the way over there live from the UK. <laughs> Kate Shimarani. Hi, how are you, Tim? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm I got to play your music uh, here. Got to have your little I'm not, music. I'm going. not sure. Can you hear me okay? Yep, go ahead. I'm saying I'm not sure, you know, I, I, I'm not sure we should call it the United Kingdom anymore. Uh -oh. I think it's, uh, it's the United Pit of Liars. Uh, there was a, a meeting yesterday in London and Sadiq Khan, you know, the mayor and the guy that was hosting it, it was like, again, the Anglo-Indian Alliance. And of course, he wouldn't let Piers Corbyn in, even though this is a public meeting. And um, they're calling us all far right. It's, it, it is quite ridiculous. And it's all to do with these 15-minute cities and all the charges that they're levying on people and people aren't paying them. So all around London, you know, you can't go places. Actually, even if your wheel is in a particular box uh, or in a bus lane, it's ridiculous that you just keep getting these fines through the post. Um, it's quite preposterous. Uh, I just was I was just looking for something there that I posted this morning. Um, very, very interesting on our Office of National Statistics. And this is to do with the COVID con. Um, Uh oh, we have Kate frozen up here. Uh, Kate, don't know what's going on there, but you're froze send that to you right now. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you froze up there a little bit. Can you step back just a little bit? I think she's froze again. <laughs> she doesn't realize it. Okay, all right. Well, we'll give this a shot. Um, <clears throat> live radio, and you lose the connection there. Okay, Kate, you back? Okay, okay, I'm back. Okay, yeah, so you, you froze up there. You froze up there for a good, I don't know, 30 or 40 seconds. So if you want to start. It must be because I'm ancient government. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you go on, I just sent you um, the link to a government document, which has been posted on the 10th of January, um, listed from the 10th of January, 2020. And they're talking about, you know, the, the death rate now from COVID, 0.079%. Um where it was previously 0.19%. So why would they still be injecting anybody? And those with low immunity, if you're injecting with this, we know it's going to kill them. Who are the low immunity? The elderly, but we know that they were given COVID booster, flu shot, pneumonia shot, and shingle shot all at once. I mean, anyone would think they were trying to kill them. Um, anyway, then we see that in the age 24 and under, there were no deaths. So why would they have been advocating that this had to be given to to the younger generation? I met a young girl yesterday, 17 years old, 
and she's had four. And why did she have them? Because her mother had booked a holiday to Morocco and was worried that they wouldn't be able to go. Wow. I know. And I said, was there, was any holiday worth, you know, your, your health, your life? Uh, quite remarkable. Um, quite remarkable. Uh, James Harvey, who you had on your show last week, the wonderful young man, Students Against Tyranny, is going to be next week up at the University in Manchester. And he's going to cover that live for you, Tim. So awesome. for the one o'clock onwards, I'll be on with him and he's going to speak to a lot of the students that are there and why they're there and why they're protesting. Because this whole council culture and you're not allowed to say anything about anything is permeating every single depth of society. And, um, you know, even it, it's interesting that, you know, that old saying, if you if you if you let give them enough rope, they'll hang themselves. And of course, you know, we've got all these drag shows going into schools and there's been one where they've gone into a nursery with babies and they're uh, apparently they're being trolled massively on their private account on Instagram and everywhere. And they've had to put it to private this group. And it was like they were hanging from the ceiling in bondage gear and a, a leopard print thong hanging from the ceiling and this was a show that was put on for babies my goodness toddlers and mothers so it's now kind of turned and even those that were saying you know they didn't mind watching some of these shows now you know with the story time with the drag acts now they're really saying this is wrong so um there there is that inversion isn't there where if you let them do it enough eventually they expose themselves quite literally um and you know that we we know when we we look in Ephesians of putting on our full armor of God. Um, we know that the sword is our weapon of offense, and we're not supposed to. I, I love when Derek Prince. When I listen to Derek Prince, which I really like, and I would advise anyone advocate him. Anyone go onto YouTube and listen to Derek Prince when he talks. There's ten ten um, lessons on spiritual warfare. Quite fantastic. So putting on our full armor of God in Ephesians and we uh, have the weapon of offense and we often say, oh, you know, what what are they going to do next? Well, that's like saying, what's the devil going to do next? We shouldn't be saying, what are they going to do next? They should be wondering, what are we that's going right. to do next? That's right. Well, no, that's because right. we walk in authority and yeah. God gives us that authority. And, and how do we do it? We do it by the devil wants us to feel guilty. And he really does. He wants us to feel guilty. And this is why they use fear and prejudice. This whole thing of have the vaccine, wear a mask, protect granny. So people felt guilty that they weren't doing enough. And actually, we shouldn't be feeling guilty at all. We should be using praise. And how do we praise? We praise We praise one another. We praise the Lord. We, we, we praise by listening to scripture, by saying scripture, by by acting out the teachings. And I really, I understand that so much now. And that is all interlinked with what we are seeing. So when we see what is only described, these these shows with these men dressed in, in virtually no clothes, act, acting out these sadomasochistic uh, shows, this is Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and yeah, how is. do we... Yeah, so... Well, then we so, use... <clears throat> well, you made mention of the armor of God. I'd, I'd make mention of Gurnell's book on the armor of God. It's a three, three-part three series. He's a, pure, he's a Puritan writer. Uh, Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joints and marrow or bones. We're going to be talking, talking, uh, we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So it's, <clears throat> it's really interesting that the thing that we use to war is our words, the word of God that we give out from the scriptures. And that, if it, if God says it's quick and it's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, you can take him at his word. Give that word, plan it. People can't unhear what the, what you tell them. They can only hear it. And if they want to reject it, that's fine. That's on them. But uh, they, they can't uh, not hear what you don't or what you tell them. And uh, if you don't tell them anything, well, then they're not going to hear it. Absolutely. So we're seeing that um, absolutely everywhere with everything. And um, and there was actually a, a there was an article came out in our press this week saying that the government were considering um, and, and obviously they didn't do it culling the cats. Uh, because of COVID. And we saw these footages coming out of China where they were taking people's beloved cats, pets, because they, they like cats in Japan and China because they can live in small spaces, you know, in apartment blocks. They were collecting all the cats and then they were put into net bags and they were out on the streets and they were battering them to death, all the people's pets. And one has to look at what this does to, to you to see that. And, and this is a form of, um, it's a form of torture to take that which you love and kill it in horrible circumstances in front of you. It's it's a form of uh, torture, like the disability, dependency, and dread that the Red Army used. I'm not saying they did that to cats, but it, what it's doing is it's terrorizing you and making you acquiesce. And so the, the government had apparently um, suggested taking the Brits' cats from them, and um, that obviously they didn't do it. I wonder, you see, as Brits, they love their cats and dogs. And I wonder, I think they love their cats and dogs more than the elderly. I mean, I love them all. But I wonder what would have happened if they'd have tried to go around uh, neighborhoods collecting cats. And then, of course, you'd have had all the idiots collecting it. There was a time back in history where the Chinese people were told that the sparrows were, I think it, that they were taking all the grain. They would do it. So people... Uh, they culled millions of sparrows and people used to bring piles, bags of them that they'd killed and they would be paid for it. So do you see how quickly you can get uh, the masses following a lie? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and then, you know, that's exactly what happened um, in, and it's not just people always go to the, to the Holocaust, but we only have to look at um, what happened in Rwanda. We only have to look at what happened in former Yugoslavia but to name only two places, uh, what happened? Well, um, we only have to look in our countries over the past two or three years just to move in that direction. It, how how hard would it take to push some of those people over the edge to where they they wanted to kill people who didn't get a shot? I mean, we, we had some people actually saying it on television. It's crazy. Yeah. We had a gentleman, Jeremy Vine here, who's a BBC uh, Two presenter. And um, I... I, I some of the things he said, you know, I can't even listen. He was the one, he was actually on, put himself out on social media, you know, whimpering in his bed that he'd just tested positive for COVID and he'd already had several shots. Uh, you know, couldn't possibly just have a cold and be detoxing. It had to be COVID. It was pathetic. Um, but he was actually calling for the public to be held down um, and their uh, right to body autonomy removed. Um 
so it, it does get into very, very dangerous waters. But there was also... Um, of course, he will not go out with the guys who's going to hold you down because he knows what will happen no. to him. No, and also, um, you know, one has to remember that this is indeed incite, it's inciting violence. So this, um, we, we have to use their laws back at them. It, um, you know, it, th I believe that is inciting violence because it's turning people against others um, in, and th in threatening. You know, they're actually threatening to assault you because that is indeed assault. Um, and we do have laws still and we should use them. But um, there was a story as well that came out that the NHS was looking to do more natural treatments, not rely on drugs. I mean, really, we know that 50% uh, of the global drugs market uh, comes from India. And a lot of those chemicals used come from China to India. 75% of those factories do not even come up to World Health Organization standards. And that's saying something. Ch uh, China, uh, India has said that they will double their global market within several years. Well, that would mean 100%. And I'm going to keep saying it. We have the Anglo-Indian Alliance and we have one person. People don't realize. Stop looking out there and listening to these celebrity buffoons telling you this is our NHS. We own the NHS. No, you don't. It was sold off a long time ago and I think you'll find it belongs to one particular Indian. So, um, and they are bringing in all their drugs that is exactly what's happening. We have a majority Indian government now, if you look at it. Who is um, our Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak? Did you e even vote him in? Did he even get there other than because of his family connections? Um, so are your mommy and daddy the government? No. Are they concerned about your health? Absolutely not. Your body is your commodity. They're not interested. So what are we about? We're about avoiding and reversing disease and doing it naturally which is why um, something so simple that I said to you we could talk about today and then we'll cover some more herbs is spasms. And, uh, you know, we all spasm. What is a spasm? It's when a muscle contracts when we don't want it to and it can have a negative impact on our body. Well, where are the muscles? They're not just your biceps. It's the muscles in your entire body. So if that muscle is in your heart and it continues to spasm, what is that? It's going to give you a heart attack. It could kill you. What if that muscle is spasming and it's your calf muscle, you're in bed? Well, that's cramp. And it's very painful. What if that muscle is in your esophagus, your throat? That's where your food goes down. You're going to feel like you're being choked. And uh, which we'll talk about. What if you've got spasm in your blood vessels, in your hands? What are we going to call that? Reynolds disease. And yet, what did the doctors treat this with? Um, Petroleum-based medicine, and they call it medicine. Dave's here. Hello, Dave. <laughs> he must have heard your voice, Tim. So, uh, I saw that's him really sitting back there, so I was going to play the music, but now Dave, he's out of the shot. Come on, Dave. <laughs> there he is. Dave, let me see if I can get him looking we'll at the camera. Oh, no, he's, it oh, won't he's play. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to keep up with you with the music today, Dave. There he is. There he is. Uh, um, what about showing Dave's latest uh, little escapade? Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, Dave has been. I just would like to tell all the viewers because you can't. You're not on smelly vision, but I wish you had smelly vision, so you could have smelled the aroma that has been keeping me uh, 
revolted. So there's Dave taking a leak. You definitely don't want to eat from the dishes in Kate's house. <laughs> yeah, look at that. That's the, that's the mixer sink. Now, I have a leak under my sink, but I'm very fortunate that someone is here today and they're going to fix the leak. It actually needs all new pipes. So I opened my cupboard and I was gassed by the smell of, of cat urine. And I thought, oh, my word. So I cleaned the hole underneath. And I couldn't find it. Well, I know what it was because Dave has been using the middle sink as his toilet and the plug is in there because it leaks. I don't use it. And it's been <laughs> dripping into the cupboard. Oh, the life and times so, of Fat Dave. Oh, my word. Fat Dave has got some merchandise, which is going to be via the Unity News Network. So you'll be able to buy a T-shirt with Fat Dave's picture on it. And on the back, instead of it having tour dates, because he is a celebrity, he's a rock star, it's going to have all the things that he has destroyed <laughs> with peace paids. Uh, oh, and let me tell goodness. you, that list is long. That guy's blown up two blenders. He's peed up the Berkey. <laughs> oh, he has wrecked so many things. School bags. He's wrecked so many of my kids' school bags. But anyway, yeah, so... He's so entertaining for sure. That's the only reason that you keep him around. Well, he's lucky he could have been cold. I mean, I would have been phoning them up and saying, get Dave. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Well, you make, uh, you make mention of, uh, let, let's get back on this thing. You make mention of muscle spasms. I get them like, it's like in the tops of your feet. And your feet yeah. do this number, bow back like this. I had it like yeah. two nights ago. But one of the things that I've seen that, that's also tied with it is like a lack of magnesium. Uh, that sometimes that's exactly what it is. And okay. uh, if you're eating, because now we know that um, Easter is upon us because Easter comes out straight after Valentine's Day in the UK and the supermarket is suddenly filled with Easter eggs, even though I'm not sure what that has got to do with Jesus being nailed on the cross uh, by some chocolate Easter eggs. So we, we have Christmas and all the sugar and then and all the confectionery. Then we have straight into Valentine's Day in the supermarkets and all the confectionery. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you where, all, where, where it comes from because it's dealt with in the Old Testament. And uh, it was, it's a pagan ritual of fertility. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. That's why you have bunnies because bunnies do what? Yeah, that's what they do. And eggs. And eggs are, you make them into chickens or you cook them on the stove like i do uh but yeah. but that's what it's tied to that's where all that kind of trinkets and stuff like that come from is right out of paganism yep so we've got easter eggs galore in the supermarket so if you remember because you listen to the show if you eat one molecule of sugar it's going to take up 56 molecules of your magnesium to metabolize that so you're going to be slowly degrading your magnesium and magnesium is required for over 300 processes in the body and so when you have a magnesium deficiency, it's very difficult to correct. So there is sugar in everything. If you are eating anything, anything at all. And listen, I'm, I, I used to like my dirty bag of crisps. It's very rare now I'm having them because of the salt content. But um, I used, to, I, I do like chocolate, but I, I used to, I even switched to dark chocolate, having a few squares. I tend to not have it at all now, but I love these little sugar chocolate eggs. But, you know, when you eat anything like that, Ketchup is full of it. Uh, mayonnaise is full of it. All of your condiments that you see in the restaurants, on the shelves in the supermarket, um, they all have sugar in. And then even coleslaw. And I love coleslaw, but I make my own. I grate a carrot. I grate a white onion and I use red cabbage or I grate a red onion and I use white cabbage. Then I use a tablespoon of fat-free organic Greek yogurt, a tablespoon of organic creme fraiche, 
and quarter to half a teaspoon of mustard powder um, or Dijon or Grey Poupon mustard. Just make sure it's not got sugar in. And I mix that up and it makes beautiful coleslaw. You buy your coleslaw from the supermarket, it's full of sugar. They put sugar in everything. Why? Because it's addictive and it's like crack cocaine and then you want more. So it's very, very dangerous to have it. And most people are deficient in magnesium. And what does that do? Whenever you see people who come along and they've got an aneurysm, a bulge in the artery wall, which is very dangerous because then they pop uh, eight out of 10 when they arrive in the emergency room with a with an aneurysm that's, that's dissecting, it's leaking. They look shocking. And eight out of 10 of them die because you have to do full cardiac uh, thoracic surgery so you you don't you know that magnesium is going to relax those blood vessels whereas lack of magnesium with your calcium magnesium balance is going to do what it's going to make them hard you make your adrenal glands go high functioning it's going to make everything hard because that secretes adrenaline and cortisol which then pushes your thyroid down it's like a seesaw And thyroid converts your cholesterol to pregnanolone, progesterone, and bile acid. The pregnanolone and progesterone are the youth-giving hormones that make everything soft. The the progesterone also is a fire dampener for the estrogen and the bile acid you need for your digestion and all of that for for your your fats that you, you get in your nuts, your avocados, your vegetables. So the other little little caveat in here you've got to remember is in because you guys are all, you know, ministers of health and healing by now because you've learned so much. <laughs> and then you have to go and tell everybody else what you've learned, whatever you learn from these shows. Even if you only remember one sentence, you have to go and tell 10 people that because how do you learn and remember by teaching others? Incidentally, I have got a PDF for you that I will email to you after the show on Coffee Enemas, Tim, that you can put out there for anyone. Please then go and check okay. Tim's website in a couple of days when he's loaded it up. It's going to tell you why they work, how they work, what they're used for, how to make it. It's got a link of the enema bucket to buy the Rolls Royce, an enema bucket to buy that's the cheap version. <laughs> And in the UK, if you're in the UK, it's also got where you can buy coffee. So it's all on there and three books that I recommend, which I got my sources from, but I would recommend the last book that you all buy. It's wonderful by Charlotte Gerson and Beata Bishop. So it's all there. I've decided to do that for all my lectures that I give so that I can then pass it on to you, Tim. You can load it up. Okay. Share the love. So we've got to remember, haven't we, that we talked about this on a previous show that we should not be having any starches, that's our carbohydrates, until we have our premolar teeth in. So when you have your milk teeth, they're called milk teeth for a reason because you should only be having milk. Breast is best. Once your premolars come in, then you get an enzyme called tylin, which is spelled with a P, P P-T-Y, tylin. And that tylin digests your starches, pre, starts to digest them and starts to digest your fats with your linguinal lipase. Then it goes down into the stomach and that digestion then switches off and your stomach takes over digesting your protein. Then it goes through into your duodenum and then that picks up again for digesting your fats with your bile from your gallbladder. And then it goes into the small intestine and it's in the first third where all the nutrients 
then end up in your bloodstream and the life is in the blood. So if you are not chewing your foods properly, you are going to have foods entering your stomach, starches that are not digested enough. If you do not have enough stomach acid in your stomach, you're not going to be digesting anything enough or your protein. So then your protein is going to be entering uh, into the duodenum not digested enough. And then you're going to have to start, uh, you're going to have lots more bacteria to try and digest that down, which is going to give you what? You're going to get more gas from the stomach. You're going to get into problems with your gut. You're going to get an overgrowth of flora in the gut because you don't have enough stomach acid. And what does the appendix do? Which they tell you, incidentally, the quacks, your modern doctors, they tell you, oh, you don't need your appendix. It's just a spare bit because the Lord, you know, makes mistakes. You know, he just lobbed a bit of skin out of a bag. Oh, here, have that. It's got no use. No. When we were created in his image, we were made perfect. And there's no such thing as junk DNA. And if it's in your body, it's in there because it's good and it's meant to be. Your appendix then comes along. Um, am I sticking together here? There we are. <laughs> your appendix comes along and it adds antibacteria into your colon and a lubricant. So what happens if you've got all this food coming down into your stomach, then into your small intestine? And by the time it reaches your large intestine, it's got far too much bacteria and it's not digested enough because you've not got enough stomach acid because your thyroid's down or because you're taking drugs or because of EMF or because of stress, because that pushes your thyroid down. Then your, your uh, appendix is going to be working harder and harder and harder. And what happens? It becomes big and inflamed. And what do they call it? Appendicitis. What do they do? They cut it out. And what does that do? It just removes the symptom. It's not getting to the reason that you had the problem in the first place. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, it could burst. That's different. Then you can get peritonitis. But even if you've had your, your appendix out, you need to be thinking, well, why did I get that? And you need to be going backtracking, put on your, you know, your, your detective hat and thoroughly look at everything. So we have to address all of it. So magnesium. Why may we have a magnesium deficiency? Because we're not chewing our food enough because we don't have enough stomach acid to extract it from our food or because we're eating the wrong foods, which are using it up or because we're taking drugs, which are stopping the absorption. Because if you're taking antacids, you're a meprazole, which incidentally, that's one drug you don't need to take. You can just throw it in the bin. Um, if you're taking a meprazole, you're not going to be having enough stomach acid because it's going to make your stomach acid even less acidic. You're not going to be extracting your magnesium. Kate, and this is why we see all the same illnesses. There's a there's a question in the chat. Uh, Caroline takes uh, magnesium and melatonin before bed for sleep. Can you ask Kate, is it better to take it in the morning? Not the melatonin, unless you want to go to sleep, I'm thinking, but I don't know. Well, I would personally take your magnesium throughout the day in four dosages. And, and are you taking enough, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So I would spread that dosage out and I would also eat magnesium rich foods. Remember, supplement. The clue is in the title. Um, your melatonin. Remember your um, your your um, low density lipoprotein. They tell us is the bad cholesterol, but it's actually there's nothing bad that the Lord gave us. It actually plugs up the holes in our blood vessels. But you also need your um, cholesterol your liver makes your cholesterol 
and um, 80% is is made from sugar and 20% from your fat. But you need your cholesterol for making your sex hormones. And it's all linked. And your, your pineal gland as well makes your melatonin and also sex hormones. So um, if you're not sleeping, there's uh, lots of things that you can do. I'm assuming that's why you're doing this, to help you sleep. Um, I also have a document which I will send to you, Tim, which you could also pop on the website, um, super prescriptions, which I've obtained. I'll, I'll write the source on the document as well to, ha- to help sleep. And I would advise you take a couple of those, take two, turn your Wi-Fi off, make sure you've got no LED lights in your bedroom, make sure you've got any cordless phones switched off at the socket and unplugged, make sure your, your mobile phone is switched off and make sure you're ventilating your room. It's better to put on a pair of pajamas and socks to keep you warm in your bed and have a window open than have the windows closed. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? Yep. Makes perfect sense. So, um, so let me tell you some of the things, magnesium, what happens with magnesium, um, uh, when you you have a muscle spasm, you, you're getting it because of low magnesium. But so I talked about the swallowing. Now, uh, everybody who knows me knows I love my grub. Oh, my word, do I love my food when I'm hungry. And it's a meal that I really like. I don't come up for air. And um, I am guilty sometimes, particularly with potatoes and white rice, which I absolutely love. I love both of those things. Don't remember, Don't forget, they're not bad. Otherwise, you'd have a whole generation of Chinese people would have never been alive and they eat rice and Japanese people. It's about your portions Um, and potatoes kept the Irish going for a long time. Potatoes are full, ram packed full of vitamins and minerals just under the skin. I mean, I like them any way they come, boiled, fried, baked, yummy. I absolutely love potatoes. You call them chips. Um, uh, for crisps we call those crisps what you call chips yes. our chips are fries you call them fries i love fries oh my word with apple cider vinegar but um i can be guilty of not chewing properly and what happens is my esophagus goes into spasm it's happened to me several times and i it's very very painful and i feel like food is stuck it's so painful and and some of you in the chat might have had this and a neurologist call, will call it um, esophagospasm. Of course they do. Esophagus is food pipe. Spasm is just when that muscle contracts. They always have a name for everything, don't they? They've always got ologist after their name. They do all those years at university, yet Bob the Builder down the road seems to understand far more about a COVID shot and about spike proteins. Yeah, and yeah exactly. And <laughs> everybody with an ologist. Only they, I know. But anyway, it just means that your your muscle is cramping and it means your esophagus is cramping just like you get cramp in your calf muscle or your foot. It's exactly the same thing. And they tend to go through um, all of these. Uh, they, they send them for x-rays. They send them for scans. I was really cross last week because my daughter, don't ask me why, she went and saw a doctor because she had painful lower back. She's only 20 years old. And what did they do? They sent her for an x-ray. Why do I think this is wrong? It wasn't an emergency. And x-rays, radiation is accumulative. So the more x-rays you give someone younger, you're just accumulating that radiation, which is going to lead to what? Cancer. 
So why would he do an x-ray just because her back hurt? Why did he not send her to a chiropractor, somebody that could assess her musculoskeletal system? Because he then said to her, oh, you don't have lordosis. This is a curve in the back. I've looked at your x-ray. But that doesn't take into consideration your skeleton doesn't rock up at the doctors on its own, does it? It tends to be attached to your muscles, have all your organs in there and everything else. And depending on what shoes we wear dictates our um, the way we stand and it can affect our gait. So women that wear high shoes, it pushes their pelvis forward. And that's why they get bad backs. Women that have got very large breasts tend to be stooped forwards. They get bad backs. So to just go, oh. I've looked at your x-ray, you don't have that, it was ridiculous because I've looked at my daughter when she stands, she does weight training three times a week, she dances, she runs every day, she runs in races, she's a real fitness fanatic and eats beautifully clean. But I've seen the way she stands when her muscles are attached and that she then has goes into a lordotic posture. So she needs to see a chiropractor and some deep tissue massage. But did the quack send her for this? No, I don't even know why she went there. Honestly, would you go there if I was your mother? Then they've got to listen nope. to me bitching and going on for hours. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done that either. Yeah, exactly. So, so you find these patients. They pitch up. The doctor sends them to see the consultant. They go for a barium swallow, where they have to swallow this horrific substance, which shows up radio opaque when they go for an X-ray. And they've got to go through all that procedure, which is horrible, but it generates lots of money. And this goes on for years and they start doing bloods. What, what do they need to do? They needed to ask them about their diet. And then they, not, they need to start asking them any other symptoms. And you'll often find that these patients eat a lot of sugar or they eat a lot of processed food or they don't have sufficient magnesium or the thyroid function is down. So do you see how this all goes together? Yep. Um, the, other one, it, the other one is, and as, of course, when you get the patient then, this is, I know he won't mind because he's a wonderful old man and in his late 80s, uh, Alistair's grandfather, what a wonderful man. And he had so many health issues and we changed his diet, got him on supplements and he's off medication and he's doing wonderfully. Prostate, everything, all those. Wow, symptoms. that's awesome. Yeah. But he suffered from this. He suffers from this. And of course, one of the reasons for that is it, we have to chew our foods. We got him on magnesium. We've got him chewing his food and it's happening less. So um, my own daughter, my my twins were the two that had um, a TB injection when they were two days old, uh, five and a half weeks premature, weighing the day they were injected, five pounds, six and four pounds. I, I don't know. You know, I take full responsibility for that. And they've both got health issues. And my daughter has Raynaud symptoms and gut issues. So I also have my daughter on magnesium, four doses a day, the magnesium gly uh, glycolate I've got her on. Um, same thing, the, numb, the fingers go numb and they go white. When it's when it's cold, it often happens, but it also can happen anytime. And they call it Raynaud's syndrome. That's what they call. And they put them on tablets. They put them on calcium channel blockers to block the calcium. Why not just give them the magnesium? Block that instead of giving them that because the two <laughs> work together. Yeah. So yeah. You, I mean, it's mental. But these are your doctors that you idolize that were paying lots of money to. They're pimps for pharma, absolute pimping for pharma. You know, this whole system, this Rockefeller system really needs now to come to an end. 
they give them calcium channel blockers. I've seen it done and I cannot get my head around it. Folks, listen, I used to get, I used to step out of bed and I had plantar fasciitis. My feet were killing me. I had ectopic heartbeats proven on ECGs anomalies. I had, um, I used to get cramps, such bad cramps in my calf muscles when I used to try and stretch my legs in bed. And I had restless leg syndrome. I used to get a twitching of my eyelid and I used to constantly, I used to think someone's going to think I'm, if I was looking at a woman, I used to think they'd be thinking I'm winking at them. They'd be thinking I'm gay. Um, oh, I've just said it now. They'll be calling me, um, you know, what is it they call me? <laughs> hey, girl, whatever they call it. I'm not interested. But, um, as soon as I started the Gerson therapy and was eating all the right foods and doing what I should, I never suffered from these. But let me tell you something. If I indulge in a load of chocolate all at once, and, and, and it is, it's like crack cocaine. That's why I can't have it in my house. That's why I don't want to go anywhere where they've got it. Because as soon as that taste touches the tongue, it clearly is something in my brain. And then I want to eat it all. If I've done that in the past, you can bet your bottom dollar my eye twitch would come back. And I would get cramped. So what do I do then? I up my dose of magnesium to a big amount. And it, and it kind of puts me off. And every day I, in my prayers, I would say, Lord, lead me only to the foods that will nourish my body. Give me eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord. And repulse me from those foods that are poison to this body that you created in your image. And I say that every single day. And it works because... I find it very difficult to to even eat out. So they give them calcium channel blockers and uh, they tell them, you know, stop smoking. And and what they should be giving them is magnesium and guiding them away from sugar. But of course, that doesn't make money, does it? No, no, no. They want you on all this yeah, rubbish. Sure. This is why they call it the um, Food and Drug Administration. That's really just like the mafia altogether. All together and putting horses' heads in your bed in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The horse's head is really the cereal in your cupboard. When you open your cupboard, that's really a horse's head, trust me. So what about angina? We mentioned the angina. Um, you get angina enough. So this is, hang on a sec. I've just, I've got, I've just remembered it's time. This is a potassium-rich juice. This is, uh, and remember, Potassium gets displaced out of your cell if you're eating loads of sodium. And then sugar in the presence of oxygen generates ATP, adenosine triphosphate, which is boom. That's what we need. That's your aerobic in your cells, whereas cancer cells, they don't require oxygen. And uh, this is potassium rich. So this is charred chicory, green pepper, red lettuce, water, sorry, red cabbage, watercress, uh, a green pepper, I think I said that, and a tart apple. I don't personally like the taste of this. And then I've got potassium compound in it. So this is how I take my eight. You don't want to have more than eight ounces either because your body can only assimilate eight ounces at a time. And you'll just pee it out, which is a waste of money because this is expensive to make. And two, one, and there you go. And look at the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's that's the best way to do it if you when i hear people go no i don't like the taste i go just drink it will you anyway um i do hope you're watching the show mr wilkes because you know that i do this because you're part of the british nursing alliance <laughs> and you're ringing me um so 
so angina if you what do they do they give you they give you um a nitrate they give you a little a little tablet to stick on your your gum a buckle tablet to stop your angina um i think is it silver nitrate i can't remember no i don't think it's that i forget now gnt oh gtn gtn okay. it's, I knew it was gtn spray they give you to spray when you get angina but why not get to the reason that you've you've got angina in the first place I don't hear any of them. You know what they say when they rock up at a cardiology department? They do their bloods and they go, oh, you've got high cholesterol. Why have you got high cholesterol? Low density lipoprotein. They say that that's the bad one and it might be high. And they say the good one is your high density. So they're looking for low dense, uh, they're looking for low triglyceride and a high uh, density lipoprotein. So when they say that your low density is high, they're saying that's because you're eating too much fat. If you have a high low density lipoprotein, your thyroid's not working properly to convert your cholesterol into pregnenolone, progesterone, the youth giving hormones, and you're eating loads of sugar. And you're exposing your body to toxins, which is making holes in your blood vessels. And along goes your low density lipoprotein to plug those holes up. It's like saying, although it would be quite funny, every time there's a burglary and the police go there, the police are causing it, but they're not. They just, you find them at the scene of a crime, although I'd go as far now as saying, no, you don't find them at the scene of a crime. And do you know what? I'm going to do this live on air. Excuse me, because he's now ringing my landline. Paul, I'm on the radio. <laughs> I know he's fixing my door. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Taking <laughs> calls really and say. chugging protein, potassium, green, grassy stuff. Yeah, well, this is my my juice. So look, they're not telling you to do that. The cardiologists will say, you know, you know, they can't find the reason for it. They'll send you for scans. They'll send you for uh, echocardiograms, ECGs. Uh, they'll send you for everything else going, and they'll just put you on your drugs. But they, or they'll then they'll put you on a statin which is to stop your cholesterol. And then what happens? You know, low correct cholesterol causes dementia, causes Alzheimer's, causes uh, breast cancer because you need your cholesterol to make your sex hormones. But guess what else? It causes weakening of muscles. And where are your muscles? They're not just your biceps and your triceps. They're your heart is a muscle. It's a big muscle three layers to it, pericardium on the outside, myocardium on the middle, endocardium on the right, on the inside. It's going to make your heart muscles weak, your muscles for breathing, your muscles over your entire body. It's going to make them weak. That's what these statins do. They are shocking. And it's one drug that you can stop taking immediately. I'm not telling you to stop taking it. What I'm telling you is to get yourself a book uh, on this. There's loads of books out there. The Great Cholesterol Con is one of them. I have it. Go get it. Go to your doctor who's prescribing that drug, present him with the evidence and say, I'm not taking this anymore. And look at stop taking sugar. I've just told you that 80% of the cholesterol is made from your, your, your cholesterol is your sugar and 20% is your fats. The membrane of your cell is made from 50% from the fats you eat. Your brain sells 70%. So they need to be good fats, not um, good oils. Your good fats is your oils. That's your, you know, your avocados, your nuts, your seeds, not your 
um, fats, all these fats that are in all your processed foods, your processed carbohydrates, all of that is garbage and your sugars. So you're getting it. Do you see how this is all linked together? Yeah. Never yeah. And do, Kate, we, never do. we've got an, we got a question about the, uh, this, uh, it says it's been in the news that erythriol is bad for you. So what is Kate's answer to what you use to replace sugar? I'm, I'm going to say immediately honey, stevia, a number of things like that that you can use. I've kind of lost you. Where have you got? Oh, there we are. Well, why, why do you need to replace sugar? Because I, I think they're looking for a sweetener. I think that's what she's asking. Yeah, well, let me. So if you're making food uh, and you, you can use blackstrap molasses, which is also full of iron, you can use a little bit of honey. Um, if you're cooking, um, for instance, when when I people keep telling me this, texting me, there's someone on your patio is fixing my garage door uh, and measuring up for the chicken coop. And uh, and then he's going to fix the leak under my sink. Um, so I, I know I know there's someone on my garden. It's really funny. I keep getting texts about it. So. Um, the, the things that you like sweet, if I'm making um, almond milk or macadamia milk, which is really, really yummy, I throw the macadamia nuts in the blender and I either put a couple of dates in there or I put a handful of sultanas in there and then I blend it up. It will make the milk go a little bit darker in color and then you pour it through a, a very fine flour sieve. It will be really sweet. You don't need to add stevia. You don't need to add any of that. There's um, there's actually something that Gukran Singh sent me. I must find it, which the Indian people use um, that is very sweet. So, you know, all of these, there's so many things that you can use. But I would say to people, get out of the habit of wanting to have everything sweet. You know, if you look at what babies do, if you feed a baby when they don't have these molar teeth for chewing, when you put the spoonful of food in the baby's mouth, because when a baby suckles the teat, it pushes the tongue to the top of the mouth. And even you watch cats do it and they do that. They're not sucking. They're, the tongue is pushed to the roof of the mouth. And that's why babies that have cleft palates, where the palate in the roof of the mouth isn't formed, Sometimes it can be completely missing. Sometimes you'll see there's a big like hair lip where the, the and they have to go and have surgery where they repair the palate in the roof and they repair the lip. And if, if in some countries where people live very rural, these babies starve because they can't suck. So they have to use a prosthesis in the mouths until they have this surgery. But going back, if you then feed the child before they're ready to chew, what do they do? You see them doing this with the food. And what does the mother do? She scoops the food up with the spoon and pushes it back in, scoops it up, pushes it back in because they don't have the tiling to digest that starch yet. So these babies shouldn't be having grains. Um, it's very, very interesting. I can't remember why I was telling you that. Uh, and it, what was the question you were asking me? She anyway, was just asking about sugar. sweetener. Yeah. There we are, sweetener. Babies have very bland palate, but what do we do? We give our babies chocolate buttons. We give them these terrible things called rusks that have got sugar added to them. We give them very sweet foods because we like it. Well, your baby's not going to want to chew on a little carrot stick or a bit of celery or a, a little, you know, softened green bean or even a, a little apple with the skin taken off. And you can put that in like a little mesh. 
Um, they're not going to want to taste those things if you've given them chocolate because they are the same as us. It's addictive. So try and if you take a sweetener in your coffee for one week, have two thirds of the sweetener you would normally have. Then the next week, make that, you know, like half that you would normally have. Then the next week, quarter that you'd normally have. Then an eighth. You'll find then that you won't need to have it sweet. And then when somebody does put sweetener in your drink, you'll be like, oh, that's too sweet. Yep. That's exactly what will happen. Oh, I, to you. listen, so- I, can, I can testify to that because down south, my mom used to make sweet tea. And we're talking about out of your gallon deal, you put like four cups of sugar in that bad boy. Yeah, Just out that's of the like gallon. A, in the Middle East, in Iran. But I don't have I don't have sugar, cream, any of that, and coffee, tea, or any of the stuff now. I've gotten used to it, and that's what I tell some of my kids. I said, if you get used to this, to all the sweet stuff, you'll never want to try all this other stuff here. So that's that's kind of yeah, how I see it too. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, you're hardcore, Tim. Some people have. I think is it called a bulletproof coffee where they have butter or coconut oil? My my coffee? yeah, my wife has done that. Yeah. Yeah, I think for anyone that's got gallbladder problems, coffee, uh, uh, coconut oil is the best one because it's easier for you to digest. Um, Anyway, so going on, um, and these patients get chest pain. If you've got if you've got angina enough, that's going to cause that spasm. You could end up with a heart attack, full on heart attack, bronchial spasm. What is that called? Asthma. It's asthma. And we know that triggers for that are additives that they put in children's sweets that are aimed at the children's market. Interesting. Know, yeah. So you look at these, uh, I'm not going to say the name in case they come after you to sue you, assume me. But you know, these children's sweeties that are made to look like fried eggs and made, and they begin with H. And um, uh, if you say the word horrible, it sounds very simple. It sounds very simpler to horrible if you keep saying it fast enough. Horrible, horrible, horrible. You'll get the. You'll get what these are called. Anyway, what they're like jelly. First of all, they're made from scraping the fats off, you know, org, animal organs. And do you know whether that animal has been injected with messenger RNA at this stage? Yeah. Kate, but, um, wait, let's let's close out the show. We'll hold you over to let you finish. Hold on to that thought. Tell people where they can catch your new show at as well. Oh yeah, so it's on DLive dot. TV, letter D, letter T, all lowercase, dlive.tv forward slash unity news. And it's on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You can catch that live. Please do come and join the chat. We've got uh, uh, Edward Griffin coming on. Yep. We're going to have him back too. Yeah. Loads of people. And also, I'm back on Twitter. Oh, right. find me such good fun. Okay. All right. (laughs) We'll we'll carry on with, with Kate here in just a little bit. Uh, for just a few more minutes, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Catch Bradley at 3, and Lord willing, we'll see you Monday morning. All right, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And you're talking about these candy eggs or whatever they're, they're making and the stuff that they're doing there, Kate. W- what else is going on with that? Well, these sweets, they're aimed at the children, and they have chemicals on them that have been known to induce asthma. So what is asthma? It's a bronchial spasm. Also, if you're, um, you've got a lot of um, chemicals within your home. So if you're using all your wash detergents, anything with an aroma, or you've got these plug-in air fresheners, what if someone smokes in your house? Do you know that if you smoke, um, the chance, if, if there are people smoking in your house, your child has got a much higher chance of dying from flu. 
And also the chances of your children having asthma. Asthma tends to be linked to a- eczema. It's also linked to these vaccines, all childhood vaccines. Um, and, and I know that some ma- magazines somewhere, some websites just done a thing on saying that I lie. No, I don't lie. Uh, it's true. Uh, they said, oh, they've said, she said children have 100 vaccines. Well, I'm not talking about all at once, but children do get in their lifespan a lot of vaccines. And um, and we know, and uh, Children's Health Defence TV is taking these to court one at a time. So we do know that they're they're toxic. So that if you look at the children in the Middle East where they live, uh, sorry, in in Africa where they live amongst their animals, they don't have such a high, it's, it's really low. But I, I think it's much greater here for children having asthma and eczema. Um, and, and it's increasing. So what do we give our children lots of? Well, most people, sugar. They give them masses and masses of sugar. And no one's saying to these parents whose children present with asthma or bron- um And also, just to add in there, in the winter months in the pediatric wards, you see lots of bronchiolitis, inflammation in the bronchioles in babies. Um, now, so we have people that they have usually they would have their central heating on, the house would be really warm, but it would also be really dry because of this artificial heating. Then they go outside and it's very cold and very damp at this time of year. So you have that change in temperature. Now people, of course, cannot afford to put on their heating. Now, let me just give you an idea here. My heating, sorry, my gas and electric is about, it was just under £90 a month with one of my daughters home when she was home from uni. I, now it's £400 a month and I don't even have it on as much because I, I I don't know how people can afford it. So what's happening is people are not putting their heating on. They can't afford to. Their houses are cold and damp. So what happens when your house is cold and damp? You get mould growing mm-hmm. and there is nothing more dangerous than mould. It gets to the brain, but it also causes holes in your blood vessels. Then what happens? Your cholesterol has to go and plug that up. Then what happens? Because you're all ministers of healing now. You've already heard on this show any excess glucose in your blood vessels because you're piling all the sugar in or your processed carbs is going to bind to your protein and fur up your arteries. That's the biggest cause of heart disease is this excess sugar. So you've got all these things coming at these kids. But what do the doctors do? They don't say to the mummy, what's your child eating? What is your going on in your home where you live? You know, even the child sleeping in their bed linen full of all these chemicals, breathing in all the time. Then the mommy puts it in the bath with all these products from these companies that make baby soap, baby shampoo. And it's just adding to that toxic load and the baby's breathing this in. And then they give what? They give the baby or the child an inhaler. And they give them the blue one, which is the bronchodilator. And they give them the brown one, which is the steroid. What happens when you have long-term steroids? It inhibits ACE2, ACE, ACE1, ACE2 receptors. It inhi- sorry, it inhibits COX1, COX2 pathways and your prostaglandins, which you need for a whole load more processes in your body. And if you're taking steroids, you're more likely to have a fatal asthma attack. Now, we're not telling you to stop taking your inhalers, not at all. You must do that. But what you should be doing for yourselves and your family, any family members that have asthma, is you should be cleaning up their environment, cleaning up their diet, and cleaning up their water. So you clean up their air, 
their environment, their water. So, you know, that's how you do it. And you supplement with magnesium. Very, very, very simple. The same with back muscle spasms. Everyone goes, oh, we'll, do, we'll send you for an MRI scan. You need a mattress. We'll send you to the physio. We'll do this. And then they, they walk out of the, the hospital after their scan with, with uh, you know, hardcore drugs, um, dehydrocodine, um, which is a morphine derivative, which is addictive because of the back pain. Where, and they're not actually looking at their diet. I mean, it's, it is madness, isn't it? So what should you do? If you've got all these spasms, you take two grams of magnesium sulfate along with vitamin B6 and then see how you go. And then once you've taken that bolus dose of two grams, then I would carry on and I would supplement, but break your, and I'll send you, I'll send you some documents, Tim. Um, But what I would do, I would, to put up on your website and what I would say to people is um, a clean brand. I can I can also put what I would recommend. Look at the additives that are in it when you're buying it, because we have viewers in America, the UK, and all over the world, actually. People then catch up with this. Um, whatever you can get in your country, you need to look at all the additives that are in it. You need to research every one. And what I say to people is get a little book, and you write magnesium. Then you write your brand, and you look up each of the chemicals in it, just Google each one. And if that is dirty and they're not good for you, move on to another brand. And when you find a good, clean brand, write it in your book and write it the sites where you get it from. Don't just keep it on your computer in case you lose that information. Write it in a book. Then you can screenshot that and give it to all your friends. It's very simple to do it. Um, that's what we do. Every time I find something good, I write it in a book. Um, so I have everything. So. That's exactly what you need to be doing, taking your magnesium. Um, What you can do is some doctors, when they find a real hardcore, somebody that's got real back spasms, they'll do it intravenously. They'll inject it or they'll do it intravenously. But for the rest of us, um, we're just going to try and supplement with it. And it has been shown that by giving magnesium, they reduced wheezing by 90%, 90% just by giving magnesium. But they don't do that, do they? They give everybody inhalers. Um, so how do you prevent your, your childhood infections, your children from getting infections that are going to cause, they, they say that they cause all these problems, irritable bowel and everything. It's the same thing. It goes back again to the, exactly the same thing. Exposing your child to sugar at a very young age is going to start depleting them. The most important year of a child's life is the year before it's conceived, the year before your child's conceived. So that is the constitution of the mother. The constitution is made by the time you're 35. That's like you've got, you've reached the maximum that you can put in the bank for you personally by the time you're about 35, give or take a year or two. You can maintain that or you can withdraw from it. Now, if your diet has been garbage right from you being a kid and you're carrying on, your constitution is going to be really low and you're going to hit disease far quicker and at a much younger age than someone who has eaten healthy most of their life. Nutrient-dense foods. So if you're even considering getting pregnant, maybe you've got a fella and you're thinking of getting married, I would go as far as to say that in some stage in the future, you're going to be considering having a baby. And this is for you fellas as well. 
Do you want your child to be the healthiest it could possibly be? Then you need to choose wisely. So if you're eating healthy and you pick a chick because she looks nice, um, you know, because she's sassying on down the road, but she eats garbage food, she smokes and she drinks and she's not prepared to change, then should that be somebody that you want to grow your child in? You need to be working as a team on this. And I know that sounds, but isn't it crazy that people in the UK and also in America, you know, they, they go to the nightclub and they pick the chick or the guy that they're going to be with based on their beer goggles. Yeah. You know, they've had a few drinks with well, their that, friends and they're going to choose their life partner. Yeah. There's a lot then, of, there's a lot of people who do that kind of stuff. And, you know, I mean, yeah. I think this is instruction that we get from the Bible is that we should be looking for, you know, if you're a believer, you, you should be looking for a believer and, Okay, fine. You may not agree on every little thing, but you can work that out if you believe that the Bible is authoritative. It is the word of God. You can work out. We, yeah, you can be work through those willing things. to change. Yeah. What is that saying in scripture? You know, I said it on the end of my show when you question everything and when you, you, um, when you find what's good, um, is yeah. it the Thessalonians? Yeah, you, you, hold, yeah you, Thessalonians, you hold fast to that which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Thessalonians 521. Yep. Question everything and hold fast to that which is good. So, um, you know, they should be prepared to change. And, and from a guy's point of view, if that woman is going to be growing your child in her, you should be treating her like a queen and looking after her and bringing the food to her that she should be eating. And, you know, because that's what your baby's going to be getting. You shouldn't be drinking alcohol when you're pregnant. You shouldn't be smoking when you're pregnant. And you know what else? I know families where the uh, you know, the daughter has been pregnant or the daughter-in-law and the rest of the family members are still smoking around them. And even they go, oh, well, I go outside and have my cigarette. You are still exhaling that cigarette for one hour after you've chuffed it into your lungs. You're still inhaling it. And it has about 4,000 chemicals in it. And guess what that does to you? It makes holes in your blood vessels and your low density lipoprotein has to go and plug them up. So, you know, when you would, you, do you really want to be inhaling that over your pregnant son, uh, daughter-in-law or your pregnant daughter? So this is where, you know, we, we have to think about these things. What's that other one? Don't throw your pearls before swine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, the it, it's scripture, you know, I can't get enough of scripture at the moment. I just love uh, walking and listening to Derek Prince. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I've even even little snippets. I, I posted it on Twitter. Um, whatever you think of the movie, The Passion of Christ. Um, but this scene where they the Romans realized that they'd killed the son of God. Uh, that scene is on YouTube. Um, and it made me cry. Just a couple of minutes on the scene uh, from that movie where they realized that they'd killed the son of God when his tear hit the land, the earth. And when the, the soldier rammed the, his, his spear into uh, Christ's side, it made me cry. Um, so I sometimes think, gosh, what is happening to me? And I know what's happening to me. There's a wonderful guy on Twitter has found me, an American guy that just posts himself reading scripture. And I'm and I'd also like to thank the, uh, there's a lovely guy that's in the military in the States. I'm not going to say where he is because it gives it away, but he said he's going to be watching today. And he came on Twitter and said to me, he loved my channel and he contacted me and said, please, may I pay for your blue tick? 
I said, what's a blue tick? Apparently it's, um, it's the celebrity status, but you can post longer videos. He said, I really like what you do. And I'm really grateful for what you do and uh, that the Lord is with you. And, um, and I, I was really taken with this. And he told me how he then had to have a, he'd had the, the, uh, vaccine the COVID shot because of his position in the military and he's not been well ever since. And just for anyone out there, um, I don't charge military or veterans when you come to me. So naturalnurseatmail.com, which is what he's now doing, is coming to me so that we can try and uh, get on board with this, uh, everything to to try and reverse mitigate what's happening with those shots. Mm. So with your with your child, yeah, with with anyone that's going to be a vessel for your child, or you are that vessel, you need to be starting right now and getting your diet into check and give yourself a good year to flood your body with nutrients and detox your body and uh, make yourself the best version of yourself for bringing that child, the future into the world, which are gifts from God. Yes, amen. Hey man, they are. Kate, it's been great because I, for me, I've had several of those muscle spasms in my life. I get one. It's not in my esophagus, but I used to get one. It's like right behind your chin, like right where your tongue attaches. And you're talking about something that'll just about make you want to put your head through a wall. Uh, that one is it. That was tough. But I, I learned about the magnesium issue and it also helped. Um, one of those issues that you have, like if you have your socks on, you take your socks off and you got the indentation of your socks or something. It also helped with that uh, tremendously too. So I know the magnesium stuff, we usually use some stuff, uh, Denise, when she was pregnant, she had uh, some of that kind of stuff too. And we got this stuff called, Calm, I think it was called Calm. And you just got, it was kind of a lemon drink or something that you had. And it was a magnesium supplement. And boy, that stuff would it just worked wonders. It was great. It was really great. Yeah. And um, if you've got any loved ones that have got um, that they're, they're they've got angina, you, you know, you really need to be presenting them with information on this because um, all of all, all patients that come to me that have got because uh, I'm not a nurse, apparently. Oh, how many times have people said that in the last 24 hours on Twitter? You see, because I keep posting all the actual documents <laughs> that I know are going to watch this show. Because you're so arrogant and so ignorant, I screenshotted the pages from the COVID um, uh, documents. And it does actually say there that the responsibility is with you. So they are guidelines and you are meant to use your own education discernment because, of course, you haven't. And, well, it's right there to see. And I've even gone back, got the document and underlined it and put it out there for you again because you keep telling me you're nurses. So I put it to you again. I can do your job, but you can't do mine. And I say that because it's true. Now, if someone said that to me, I'd be straight out there trying to learn what that other person knows. But no, you, you don't want to. You see, what's that saying? Um, please don't give me any more facts because my mind is made up. Yep. It's called prejudice. Please don't give me the facts and the truth. My mind is made up. Because what is that? That's the devil in your ear. Because the devil comes to lie, steal, cheat and kill. And he uses prejudice and fear. And if you were wearing your full armor of God, you would have on your helmet of salvation, which is your hope. Yep, I totally agree. Sounded like a regular preacher now. <laughs> so what's in, but you know what? You know what? 
Well, that I, is how we get over the devil drip feeding guilt. Yeah, well, guilt we've, yeah, we've, in we've, our we've, ear, we have to preach. Preach to ourselves, preach to ourselves as well as others. And, and that's what I tell people here. I preach many times more to myself than I do to the people out there. Uh, I'm preaching to me because, first of all, we've got to deal with it ourselves. I think it was Sp Charles Spurgeon even talked about things that he endured, sufferings and things like that. And he says, I will get up and preach and somebody will say, oh, you spoke, you were speaking right to me. How did you know this, that and the other? And he would just kind of look at them and say something along these lines. Well, God just brought me through that. And I'm just speaking from the experience of knowing what he does in the midst of that. And I think that's true. I think that's exactly true. Uh, Kate, do you got a final word that you want to leave people with this week? Um, final word. Uh, <laughs> Take um, your magnesium. Oh, I, yeah, work, uh, working my socks off. Please do uh, naturalnessmail.com. You know, I, I don't know everything, but if I don't know, I go and look it up. And the best way for me to learn is to teach others. And I would like everyone uh, who can to join us um, at these, uh, the Seek uh, mission on March 11th. Please look on my Telegram channel, um, British Nursing Alliance, and look on Twitter, because in about 10 minutes when I get off the show, I'm going to be posting the flyer for that again. The aunties are cooking chicken masala and some yogurt and some salad and there's tea. Don't drink there because it's offensive to Sikhs. Don't smoke there. It's offensive to Sikhs. But we are coming together, black, white, Asian, any faith. We are all coming together and we're coming together to talk about avoiding and reversing disease naturally. Pierce Corbin's going to be there telling us about the lie that is climate change. And it's his birthday. That guy is incredible. And he just goes to every rally, Pierce Corbin. But guess what he said to me yesterday? He never eats sugar. Interesting. That's why he is fit and slim and always out there. And uh, he's going to be running against uh, Sadiq Khan for London Mayor uh, again. So uh, please do join us on Saturday the 11th. It begins at 6.30 p.m. prompt. And we're hoping it's got a seating capacity for 300. This is the first of many. and I'm very honored to be invited there. Mm. I think that's great too. You've got a great opportunity to speak to a lot of different people. And, um, I, you know, I know you take those opportunities to input the word of God and the gospel message in there as well. So, uh, praise God is giving you those opportunities to teach these things because, I mean, we, we look at, look, we look after the body. We look after the, we look after the spirit. We look after the soul. Uh, God tells us to love him with all of these things, including our strength. And so all of this is a part of what we're doing here on Saturdays. Now, some people may say, well, what does this have to do with spiritual stuff? Well, you know, just let me input this thing here, too, uh, before we close out. But like even the Passion of the Christ film and all. Yeah, I understand a lot of people get certain things. The biggest thing I got out of seeing that thing was the original language. I liked hearing that. Uh, but the, But you have to understand there's a lot of Romanism in that, too. There, all your little stations are put forth there. The Roman gospel, which is not a gospel. It's, it's not that at all. It looks like the real thing, but it isn't. Uh, so just be, be careful in the things that you see and the things that you listen to, because, uh, everything we've got to be discerning. Oh, Kate's got something she's saying here. Uh, just be, I'm just talking to the audience here. I wasn't talking. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, no, I never watched it. I, I just. Oh, OK. You saw the clip. I see. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I never watched the movie. Someone sent me the scene of when uh, he was crucified and the Romans realized they'd killed the son of yeah. God. That's And I just watched a couple of minutes and it made me cry. 
Yeah. It was so emotive. Oh, and yeah, there's a, that's what that's what films are are inducing. In fact, there's parts of it where I want to say it it's it's almost inducing worship of whatever they're putting forward to you. Um to stir your emotions and things of that way and look, we all like a good story, we all like a hero, we all like you know any of these kinds of things and sometimes some of them are dramatic. I mean, I I read some of Douglas Bond's book. Uh Douglas has been on the show several times. And there are parts that move you because as you're reading the characters in the book, you feel like even though they're fictitious characters, you feel like they're real people. Um, and uh, so the, it does tend to move you and, and do those kinds of things. So I w wasn't talking about that, but I was just saying people had to be discerning about anything, whether no matter if you're watching the show, no matter if you're listening to somebody else or whatever you're doing, be discerning about what goes on there. That's that was the only mention that I had. But Kate, we appreciate you as always. Thank you for coming on and thank you for the information that we've got. Guys, catch Bradley at three today, two hours of Bradley Dean. And then on uh, get with the people of God, read the word of God, spur one another on to love and good works, open up your house, be hospitable, share a meal with somebody uh, this weekend. And then Lord willing, we'll talk to you bright and early six a.m. Monday. We are, uh, Mr. Griffin, Edward Griffin is going to be back on, but it's going to be next month that we're shooting for, uh, to talk about CBDCs. And then also next week, be look on, be on the lookout for James Rogowski, uh, Rogowski, uh, because he's going to be coming on telling you those differences that I made mention of in the video. I think it was yesterday between the World Health Organization's pandemic treaty and the international health, whatever that thing is that they have. Uh, their, their codes or whatever that they're doing. They're getting you to look in one hand over here while they do the trick in the other hand. So be sure to catch that. And uh, we'll see you bright and early 6 a.m. Lord willing on Monday. Adios.